Hey Side Hustler, I have a question for you. When in your day do you have quiet? Not just a lapse in emails, messages or calls, but peaceful, focused moments. No expectations, just restorative silence. Sound good? Let's talk about this in a second. For now, let's put down your to-do list, your pile of laundry and your limits, and let's chat about feeling fresh and focused. I'm Catherine, and this is Your Refreshed Mind. Welcome to my intentional space. I've got a hot cup of green tea next to me, and the scent of rose fills the air from a lovely face mask I'm wearing. And not just on my face, the back of my hands. So in this luxe spirit, if you feel like it, fix yourself a cuppa and let's have a conversation. So how is your spirit? I love this question. It's me genuinely asking you how you're tuning in to the wisdom in your body. So what are you noticing? Since you're not here this second, I'll share. This last couple of weeks feels floaty, very calm, trusting. And actually it's no coincidence that during this time I've been taking extra care of myself with baths and sitting out under the stars and yeah, just like today with my lovely scented clay face mask. In this vibe of calm, I've also been listening to a fascinating audiobook called Breath by James Nestor. It's a whole lot of juicy science about the optimal way to breathe, which is slowly and through your nose. I don't know if you've tried it, but breathing through your nose is quite calming. Um, it's fine when you're sitting down, but when walking uphill and I guess doing vigorous exercise, your mind just freaks out a bit, or well, my mind does anyway. And on that long, slow out breath at the bottom of it, my mind just wants to gasp and breathe in quickly. And it actually hurts a little down at the bottom of the out breath. My mind doesn't like it at all, but I'll stick it out and see what happens. My daughter wants to improve her running skills this year. So I'll try it out when running with her and see if it ultimately makes running more comfortable or I feel fitter. It's very early days, but I'm quite fascinated by it. Anyway, this book about conscious breathing ties in nicely with today's topic of meditation. So about four years ago, a carefully curated 21-day themed meditation experience was my entree into meditation. It was created by Oprah and Deepak, how do you say his last name, Copra, Chopra? At that time I was actively seeking my way out of the just-in-time life. As a full-time working mum I had interests and a zest for life but no practice of self-care, no way of regulating stress. Life felt like it was filled with duties rather than refreshing moments of inspiration love and flow. No, the just-in-time life was all about doing the next right thing. Rush, clean, get out the door. The just-in-time life is tiring too. It was only about doing, ignoring how I felt, and whilst I've always had a thirst for learning, it was more focused on outside of myself. 
learning what other people think, say and do, not ever noticing me and seeking a relationship with my own body's inner wisdom. The combination of meditation, thought-provoking questions about life and encouraging words completely changed me. Most of the meditations I didn't really vibe with, like mantras using ancient words that are not in my native tongue. But the intentions, the support, the nurturing, this was what I was missing in my life. So I opened the door to this world, and I never looked back. I didn't listen to another Deepak meditation again, because that wasn't really my thing. I want to be clear though, I didn't have a personality transplant. I was still the same Catherine, and whilst I experienced more bliss-filled moments and was wide-eyed with wonder, I still felt triggered at the same things. Life still felt stressful. The sneaky mind whispers were still there, casting limits over my days. But that was definitely a beginning. Meditation was the way for me to cut through the just-in-time life and experience the stillness I needed without having to go on holiday or be by myself. I could get the peace I needed any time, which for a full-time working mum was just so restorative. So I go inward. And even if I just have a few moments, I can ease myself into feeling better. I have a question for you. Have you ever noticed that meditation is a mysterious practice that polarises people? In their mind's eye, I think they see a person sitting in a leg tangle with their eyes closed. It looks weird, right? Not something that they'd like to do or be seen doing. Yet this ancient practice doesn't come laden with rules. You could do the leg tangle, ignore the twinge in your back and channel the spirit of a monk. Equally, you could rest against a cloud of comfy cushions, slow your breathing and let your mind rest. Or maybe this is more practical for you. You're stressed out, you're with your children, or in a pickle at work. So you take yourself off to the bathroom, lock the door, sit down, look up, close your eyes, and breathe deeply and slowly, focusing on the out-breath to let go of the feeling that is. Another question. I have a lot of questions today. Does meditation come up in conversation in your world? On very rare occasions it does in mine, and I notice people are quick to tell me, oh I'm not good at meditating. It's such a strange comment to me, since when do you have to be good at something to practice it? In essence, it's simple. Meditation is a series of mindful moments at a lower brain speed. It's the space and refresh you are craving, just without the need to leave town. It's what I think of as the big quiet. Wind back the clock to when you woke up today. What was the first thing on your mind? Were your dreams still sleepily hanging in the air? Or did you start thinking about your to-do list? Side hustlers don't just have the noise, notifications and mind chatter of normal people but the added pressure of figuring things out for the first time. If you were in charge of your mind, running a business would be simple. Yet your day is filled with distraction, and it starts as soon as you wake up. 
If this is your situation, you need a new tool to keep your mind calm and quiet so that you can start your day with freshness and ease. Meditation is a practical skill essential for side hustle life. For me, meditation is the littlest thing in my life with the most profound effect. It doesn't take up time. I don't need to have a special place to practice it. It's actually the business tool I use to melt fatigue and clear unwanted energy. It also helps me let go of my to-dos, release pesky thoughts and trust my decisions. What I mean is, I have a plan. I'm not in a state of panic. I don't have to listen to my mind constantly telling me what I have to do, what I need to do, what I should do. This is fear speaking. This is the ego. This is not the essence of me. Meditation was a pathway for me to understand this. Meditation is just simply small moments of peace, sensing the true me. I practice meditation consistently, not because I need to or should, but because practicing meditation is the peaceful calm my body thrives on. You know, a personal and professional growth journey is rich in learnings when you can take the time to reflect. So I invite you to ask yourself, what if meditation is the missing ingredient in my business? How much more focused would I be if my mind felt like it had just been to the log cabin by the lake? What if meditation could be easy? These are the types of questions I've pondered, particularly in the early days of ditching the just-in-time lifestyle. I knew that life didn't have to feel tiring and hard, so I held a mirror to myself to find another way. You'll be pleased to know that meditation isn't a competition. There are no medals being passed out. There are no expectations of enlightenment. I know that my most mundane moments are a wonderful zone of nothing. With meditation, I've trained my mind to drop me into a much-needed relaxed state. A zone of nothing. My brain thrives on these mini-breaks. It gives a chance to reset, forget and feel fresh again. Well, I'm almost ready to wash off my lovely face mask and jump into a hot shower now. But two things, just before I go. Firstly, you need a practice of self-reflection in your life. Yes, you need to create moments of pause so that you can hear the words you're speaking over yourself, over your life. These words are so impactful. They're either lifting you up or the words you're speaking over your days are keeping you down, deflating your self-confidence and killing your dreams. I want to help you reflect, to notice what is being mirrored to you. If this is speaking to you like, yes, Catherine, I want to slow down, I invite you to journal with me. It's a ritual we can do together for clarity and focus. Each month, I send customised journal sheets to my followers and we reflect together. In fact, sometimes I'll even share my journaled insights here on the podcast. You'll have a tool for clarity and peace, a way to express what you're not even conscious of until you take the time to pause. We note what inspires us, what feels limiting, synchronicities, changes in our lives, and we use the moon as a reminder of our season in life 
and to reflect to us that no matter what is happening, that we are whole. So make sure you sign up for this. It's free, and it's the only email I send, just once a month. Self-reflection is an essential tool for side hustlers. It's a way you can gain more clarity and feel fresh and focused every day. I want you to go to yourrefreshedmind.com, join anytime, and you'll be on the list to receive the next set of customised journal sheets for the coming month. Secondly, and from my own experience as a website professional, you need a website that feels aligned and works for you. It needs to speak to your customers' hearts. Also, hear this. The difference between a window shopper and a potential customer on your website is about five seconds. Just a few seconds, friend. This is not a lot of time to show them what's most important. Your website is more important than your social media. You may feel more at ease using social media, but trust me, you don't own those platforms. You don't own Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or Pinterest or YouTube or Clubhouse. And they could change the way they work and you could lose your social tribes in a second. Truly, you actually have no control. So keep your website at the heart of what you do. This is really important. Make it the source of truth for your brand and the most up-to-date place for information about your events, your services and products and you. If you have a website for your side hustle and it doesn't feel quite right, go to yourrefreshmind.com to request clarity. It's simple. Just click on Get Clarity and fill out the form. So friend, I'm going to wash off my lovely face mask now. Let's hang out again soon for more conversations about side hustle life. In the meantime, I'm leaving you with links and details in the show notes. Wishing you find more moments of quiet in your day. No expectations, just restorative silence. Let's talk soon.